Sat Nam. I'm Guru Prakarmakar. Guru Singh and I travel the world, loving to meet an ever-growing global community. We are appreciative of your vital role on this planet, for it is your willingness to be here and listen that calls forth wisdom, that activates our collective voice in service. Your questions bring forth the answers. For a wealth of information about who we are and what we do, please visit gurusingh.com. Bless you. Today's class, it's all about the angles of the reflections and how life is just survival until you get to that level of awareness, that level of evolutionary consciousness, when you can start developing this body as an instrument. When you start to develop this body as an instrument, things that would bug you, don't. Don't bug you anymore. They try to. You remember when they did. You're tempted. Like the fact that I'm sitting up here playing and my bandmates aren't on stage. It doesn't bug me. But it's trying to. One thing that Yogi Bhajan told us was that the fastest way to grow your consciousness is to sing publicly. Because the thing that holds you back from growing consciously is the fear of embarrassment. The fear of standing out. know that when you stand out, it's impossible to be wrong. It's only possible to be different. Wrong is an opinion. Different is a fact. And most of our dilemmas come from believing something's wrong. Now something can be extremely inconvenient, like extremely inconvenient.
doesn't make it wrong. Because maybe your past incarnations were on a planet where that was not a problem. Or maybe you're just learning how to use some part of your instrument and you got it in, oh, where are we going now? You know, sometimes when your bandmates are fiddling with the, the pedals and they, that would want to bug you too, you know? So I guess this morning's class's theme is all about, it's all okay. <laughs> Good day, Namor. 
every class we would reach down inside and take hold of that infinite stranger that is the master within us all. The unified field that science is searching desperately for. unified field in which there is nothing but harmony, even in the moments which are extremely inconvenient. together and recall an inconvenient moment, a moment in which the appearance of things was that they were not working out. When I first met Yogi Bhajan in January 10th of 1969, shortly thereafter, he made me take on what you would call a junk job. Sometimes people use an S word, but we're broadcasting internationally. And there's probably some little kids watching. A junk job is a job that is extremely inconvenient at all times. <laughs> Anybody ever had a junk job? If you didn't raise your hand, you're either lying or so lazy that you didn't ever work. Because <laughs> there are a lot of junk jobs out there. And this job was to refinish the furniture that was sold in the warehouse that we were using as a classroom. And it had been a, an antique furniture dealership for a very long time, had a huge reputation. But the owner was a very conscious human being. And he met Yogi Bhajan when Yogi Bhajan was cooking at the only vegetarian restaurant in Los Angeles at the time. It was called HELP, which was an acronym, Health ELP. <laughs> that was almost 50 years ago, so give me a break. And this junk job was to refinish furniture. And I don't know if you've ever refinished furniture before environmental, um, in, in, before the EPA was invented. Uh, but before the Environmental Protection Agency was invented, refinishing furniture was extremely toxic. And what you would do is you would take a piece of furniture and you would pour this liquid on it or paint this liquid on it, which wasn't so liquidy, it was more like loose jello. Anything that's loose jello, you look at and you go, that's toxic. <laughs> and all of a sudden, the furniture would start bubbling. And you look at that and you go, that's toxic. <laughs> and then you would have to take a scraper. And every one of the initial steps in the refinishing of that furniture was extremely inconvenient and made it look worse than it did before. 
And every one of those steps was to realize its origin, was to bring that piece of furniture back to its original state of beauty. And that word, realize origin, is the initiator of the word religion. Realize origin is the compression of the conjoined word realize religion, uh, realize origin. And one time Yogi Bhajan came to me and he said, it's a good work, isn't it, huh? I looked at him like, are you kidding me? This is horrible. He said, this is a compression of life in a conscious way. When you're living a conscious life for a change, you have to refinish yourself, he said. And some of the steps are going to make you look worse than you did. Some of the steps are going to make you feel less capable than you were. Some of the steps are going to be downright embarrassing. But if you can release your fixation on two dimensions of right, wrong, good, bad, yes, no, of three dimensions, did you hear that noise? Every once in a while that happens. It was, it's interesting noise. Very inconvenient. <laughs> Wants to bug us. You also have to release your fixation on the three dimensions of the way things should actually be spatially. And then you have to also release your fixation on the fourth dimension, which is the dimension of sequential time. Because the only thing that makes us irritated with each other is when we're not on time. <laughs> None of us were on time this morning that are doing anything other than just sitting in the classroom. Everybody just sitting in the classroom. All you had to do was come in and roll out your mat. Other people had to set up equipment and connect wires and do all those three-dimensional things that were not on time. And he said, if you can release your fixation on what has to be in two dimensions and what has to be in three dimensions, what has to be in the fourth dimension, then you are able to release yourself into the fifth dimension and higher. And that's where the refinishing of your life takes place. When you look at that refinishing process in your life, Two-dimensionally, you look terrible. Three-dimensioning, you look three-dimensionally, you look horrible. And four-dimensionally, you're never on time. But you're always on time. Because, like he said, when somebody told him that his third-dimensional, fourth-dimensional note that he was hitting with his voice was not a good note, he said, no, he said, it's my key. You sing in your key, I'll sing in my key. It's up to us to find the harmony.
So today's class is about that angle that each of us give to each other when we greet and meet each other or when we fight with each other. It's an angle. It's an angle of differentiation. And if you're opposed to differentiation, it will be inconvenient. But if you accept differentiation as simply an additional component of your identity, then it'll be just as convenient as everything else. And the disagreement will stop. The competition will stop. The compassion will start. Life will survive. And all that's going on in the world today. Did you ever check it out? It's like processed food. It's not actual food. It's not something that you should consume. It's not something that you should eat. It's something that you should notice. Notice what's going on in the world, but do not eat it. Do not consume it as a 30-minute meal. Just notice it out of the corner of your eye. Because if you look at it straight ahead, it will offend you. Because the offensive nature of the world today, in all of its aspects, in all of its facets, is just there to drive us into our angular existence. so that we don't have any fixations in these dimensions any longer. We notice them and we notice how they can be corrected and we correct them angularly. We don't confront them because a confrontation is not a correction. Say it. A confrontation is not a correction. A confrontation is a misdirection. You know, when some people have confrontations that don't make corrections, they think, well, let's just do it, let's just do it harder. <laughs> and what is the ultimate outcome of a harder confrontation? It's called war, it's called annihilation. That's what the children on the planet are doing, isn't it? No matter what size their body is, their children, their kids. Isn't that it? And you're the only adult in most rooms. In this room, we're all adults, but just remember that when you're in a room full of people that are involved in that, you're the adult in the room. And the adult in the room has a big responsibility and one of those responsibilities is just to experience the room from an angle of nonviolence whether it's a nonviolent thought a nonviolent word a nonviolent action being in that room with nonviolent thoughts means that you don't think anyone in that room is creepy because creepy is a violent thought 
A violent thought is any thought that if you had spoken it out loud would offend someone to the point where they would want to offend you back. Or that they would want to defend themselves against that title or that brand that you're placing on them. We don't have any more wiggle room. The wiggle room is gone. Get together and be free. And let's allow this planet to become free, yes? You cannot have any problems anymore. You're here as a solution. Got it? So that's what today's theme is about. That was the lecture. There won't be any more. We're going to chant a little bit and then do our yoga. It was kind of a one-pointed lecture. Bring your palms together again. chanting in your memory. It activates your intuitive memory. Intuitive memory is the memory that knows the moment. And then because it's memory it has anticipation so when it knows the moment it knows the history of the moment. It also knows the anticipation which is the future of the moment. This is how intuition becomes as accurate as vision. Intuition isn't a feeling. Intuition isn't a suspicion. Intuition is as accurate as your vision, as your hearing. When your vision and hearing are disrupted by filters, filters of opinions, they cannot hear and see well. When your intuition is disrupted by feelings and emotions, it cannot experience accurately. Allow yourself. Allow yourself to become accurate. Allow for that synchronicity. Bless you for joining us. 
Visit gurusing.com for an ever-expanding archive of lectures, videos, yoga sets, meditations, and more.